Neeraj Singh, the co-founder and CEO of Spinny, loves cars. And while this may come across as a bit of a spoiler, I'll still tell you. When I asked him what would be the few things he would take with him to a deserted island, he hesitated a bit and then said, "I would take my car." He tells me it's the only real personal space someone has. And as a daily driver and commuter, I completely agreed with him. Neeraj talks about how buying a car is one of the three or four milestones a person has in their life. And yet, buying a used car is still often a messy affair because trust or guarantees are hard to come by. It's a large problem in our society, he says, and solving a problem like this is the only way to build products that last a lifetime. So it wasn't surprising that Neeraj and his co-founders set up Spinny, a used cars marketplace. It was last valued at 1.8 billion dollars. The used car space though is extremely overcrowded and overfunded. While more and more Indians are comfortable today buying pre-owned or used cars, on the supply side there are so many sellers and platforms already. So I asked Neeraj why would he go into a market rife with overcompetition and overfunding and that's when he broke down the used cars marketplace for me a marketplace that he says behaves differently from most others where the key to solving for supply actually goes back to demand and he tells us why this is welcome to episode 28 of first principles i'm rohin dharmakumar your host across 90 minutes of this episode neeraj and i talk about the courage and tenacity it took to get through 8 years of rejection why there's no longer a difference between a used car buyer and a new car buyer identifying the pain points of the industry you're in what kind of people succeed at spinny how to build trust within your company and of course cars you can also find the full transcript of this episode on our website the link is in the show notes I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. You've spent eight years and earned zero. I take salary. I'll come back to this. You were academically excellent. You got into IIT Roorkee in two thousand two, if I'm not mistaken, yes. in the architectural engineering stream. And then you said that's not enough. And then you took the IIT exam once again. And the next year you got into IIT Delhi in electrical engineering. Right. So. most people struggle to get into an iit the first time i did too you did it twice uh and then after passing out you know you started your first startup which if i'm not mistaken was locus education yes after a few years it failed yeah and then you started your second startup which was tech monkey yeah and that failed too yeah and that's when you know you started spinny and then i think you've met lots of vcs during that time 
um, you know, with all these startups, I think you probably pitched to some 200 odd VCs based on my research. And one of those VCs told you that you've spent eight years and earned zero. What, what, what was that? What did the VC mean? Basically, you know, uh, it, it took me, it took me close to four years to raise my series A round of funding. So in those four years, we struggled a lot. We pitched to almost everyone we could have pitched and uh, lots of rejections and uh, multiple rejections from same people also. So that time, uh, you know, I used to get this feedback very frequently that things are not working out for you and your category is overcrowded, overfunded, everything is done and dusted. All and positions. plus you've got these two right. earlier startups it's, as well exactly. where people are saying so, you haven't yeah, succeeded. Yeah. So, so that was a very common feedback during those days. Did it shape who you are today? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So... We'll come back to that. Yeah. Well, welcome to First Principles, Neeraj. I'm glad we're finally speaking uh, today. Uh, we're recording, of course, in Bangalore at our favorite studio. I'm based out of Bangalore. You're based out of Gurgaon. We're only able to do this because we finally managed to find the time to coordinate during a visit to Bangalore. I'm glad we did. Well, thanks a lot for the opportunity, Rohan. And uh, I'm really glad doing this with you. Thank you for your candor. There's a lot of interesting conversation ahead of us. So before the conversation early today, I went to Google and I searched used cars. Okay. The links that I got were Carwale, Cars Dekho, Cars 24, Car Trade, Droom, Maruti Suzuki True Value, Spinny, Mahindra First Choice, Quicker, Toyota Used Cars, Hyundai Used Cars, and I could go on. Yeah. This is a crowded, overfunded, overserviced old because these many of these players have existed for a while especially Mahindra first choice etc and it's a brutal market what made you enter it in 2015 what did you see that you felt nobody else was seeing you know my personal life journey and and the way i have seen indian society played a very important role in my decision behind starting up spinny doing something in this category so, you know, I come from a very small town in Jharkhand. The name of the town is Dalton Ganj. Born, brought up there, studied there till class 10th in a Hindi medium school. Then I went to Rachi for my plus one, plus two. And from there only I prepared for IIT entrance. Then, of course, I stayed uh, one year in Rudki. Then came to uh, Delhi to join IIT. And my first startup, which was in education, so we will talk more about that. But in, in that startup, I used to meet lots of parents, right? Every day I would meet. This was the education startup. Education startup, my first startup. So I used to meet like lots of parents every day, right? 30, 40 parents every day. And uh, because of that kind of exposure, right? The way I could, you know, understand Indian society and they relate to the Indian society, right? Uh so, so that 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 kind of became. A, Why is uh, that? Why is meeting parents in the context of education for so? What any, did it teach for you? any parent, right? When the kid goes to plus eleven, they believe that that is the most important, you know, 
point in in their entire like you know uh entire educational journey and, and that is going to be the defining moment what they what what they are going to do in the life what their career will be so kind of inflection point for all all the kids when they like enter plus 1 plus 2 and uh, and and with that kind of realization right i would say I, as a parent uh, that is the most vulnerable time right the way they are like you know concerned and uh, out of that you know vulnerability and concern if they are trusting somebody with with their kids career they they, they open up with you like anything they will bond with you like anything and uh, in in that uh, phase like i could i i was able to meet you know people from such a varied background for example i have to give you example of defense right so you know i, I was like interacting with even the people who were like riflemen at the same time people who were just you know one or two level below air chief marshal so so and and that applies to like you know all 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 like uh, domains of the society so the kind of vast exposure all united by the fact that they were all equally concerned about, about their, their children's education and career yeah what does that have to do with entering a crowded used so it, car it's market a, it's about it's about people and their aspirations so whatever my life journey is like most of the you know uh you know people in india either uh you know aspire to be on a similar Uh, trajectory, or, or or they are able to get on that kind of trajectory. What is like, you know, uh, uh, like uh, a typical, you know, a, a typical, a typical like case would be, you will come from a very small town, you know that uh, education is the you know only only way to. It's a stepping stone. Stepping to a stone, future. right? Better future, better life, and and not just earning in in many ways, better life in many ways. but uh, yeah so and all kind of securities so you try to study very hard so that you know you are able to go to a good college then you know you are able to start with a good job when you start earning right so then you start thinking about buying a car because since your childhood many people are dreaming about that when they grow then when they start earning they will buy a car from themselves so when you start earning the first major purchase you plan is like buying a car that is the like that is the like of reality for most of the indians right and especially the people who come from smaller places right so the the way the car is perceived in indian society is still very different from like you know developed and modern world so car is still like very aspirational emotional purchase for people so and and it is like one of the most you know one of the like one of the three four key purchases you do in your life so i was able to see that you know uh, that is the typical life journey for most of the people and when you start earning you think that you will buy your own car and then when you start doing better in your career you start doing better professionally then you buy a better car then you get married then you buy a house so so buying your first car is like is like one of those three four milestones milestone you're key. saying for parents class 11 is like a major milestone yeah. and those kids once they get a job the first car is yeah. their first probably major milestone yeah. i get this but still i come back to my original question i buy this but the market is still 
crowded overfunded why why did you I'll, think- I'll just go there but before that let me complete what i was saying so buying your car is not just you know ticking that particular checkbox right in a way it is a kind of stepping stone for you it it in a way it 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 uh, it, it works as a certain kind of unlock for you that okay i did this now i can start planning about bigger things so it 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 kinds of rebuilds or or builds your confidence right so it is a unlock right it's definitely an unlock so we i i perceive it that way so because of the way i understand society i am able to or i was able to understand the importance of this particular purchase and speciality around this particular purchase right it is a very special very emotional aspirational so yeah. so when i so when i failed in my first two startups so and when i was contemplating about the third startup i was very clear that this time right i i can't afford to keep doing flip flops so whatever i do next i have to do for a long term whatever amount of effort whatever amount of time it takes i am ready to commit that but it should be a long term thing right i'll operate for maybe 10 years 15 years 20 years you know maybe rest of the whole life but whatever i build right that should be for decades and if you want to build something for decades then you have to solve a very very like major problem statement in the society right something which is like very important for people by doing good to have things by you know building good to have products or services you 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 can't build something for decades right and if you build anything good to have then you know it it requires certain massive inorganic push and the moment you pull the inorganic push right everything crashes so you have to solve something which is really really important for people which is like i i buy that right. i'll rephrase my question Crowded. you explain to me from the demand side right you're saying there is a fundament there is an unlock there is aspirations it is going to be a ongoing large market that's a demand side yeah but on the supply side there are lots of players already trying to service that market so when you started as a third time entrepreneur and when you looked at the supply side and there are all these players right what did you see you know where did you see spinning coming so in? this market uh, in india behaves very differently than other categories whenever you have to set up a marketplace or any kind of platform it is kind of established norm that uh, you solve for supply first and and then automatically demand will Correct. happen if you right? were to use the example of uber for instance when it started yeah. first came the supply i mean to exactly. large extent and exactly. then came the demand but, you but generate but this category you know behaves very differently in so in india in used car market right there are various channels but but uh, you know for 99% cases the original source is individual seller right there are no structured large supply platforms right so market is structured very differently and uh, for any you know for for any like the kind of template we talk about when we say you need to solve for supply first what you actually mean is that you need to solve for supplier first you bring the supplier to the platform provide some incentives and keep the supplier locked you know with the platform and with the time demand traction will start picking up and when there is a certain kind of equilibrium you pull the supply side incentive so when you when you say 
you need to solve for supply first what you actually mean is that you need supply. to solve for supplier first and in a used car market the there supplier is no concept is a, there is no is concept a single time seller exactly there is no concept of supplier so solving for supply in the at least in the indian context so solving for supply means solving for sub seller right and for the seller it is a one time selling and it is an opportunistic selling buy side it's a specially emotional important purchase you need to be you know more than sure about quality reliability experience but on the supply side you are bothered only about the price you are getting so it is a one time opportunistic selling so the question is that who will be able to provide the most competitive price on the supply side obviously the guy who is able to charge the highest premium on the demand side so if you are able to win demand side narrative then with time in turn you will automatically win the supply side what was the gap that you saw on the demand side back in 2015 what did you feel was missing in the market there was no there was no guarantee of quality there was no accountability and the kind of treatment the kind of experience people wanted and the kind of seamlessness they wanted in the transaction there was you know lot of ambiguity around pricing lots of haggling right no no accountability regarding the quality of the car and the overall treatment and the engagement and the experience was also completely broken hi it's me again rohin if you've only been listening to the episodes of first principles till now i've got something else for you we now have a weekly companion newsletter too it's called surprise the first principles newsletter and it goes out sunday mornings Each edition goes deep into a favorite mental model or first principle from our guests. Here's a few of the recent editions. Training yourself to listen to yourself. Embracing the opposite. Choosing what you want to be bad at. Not competing. Starting from ignorance and many more. It's free to sign up and read. Just head over to the ken.com/first-principles and just enter your email id to start reading i'll see you this sunday in your inbox so you entered the space now it's 2023 hundreds of millions of dollars more of funding has gone into the sector it's even much more crowded than what it was back then right like now, you know most now some the, consolidation has started happening correct like it is yeah. it's starting yeah. to correct but like the car manufacturers all and everybody says like everywhere i look there is um it started breaking into segments as well yeah. luxury is starting to break yes. out into its own segment you have yeah. i think spinny max is what it's called right. right and there's various other things it's 2023 now do you still look at the market and believe the same thing that you did in 2015 that exactly exactly you still do yeah i would have done exactly the same way the way we have operated yesterday only we had a team meeting right so we are like now triggering some new verticals i would not want to disclose that here because it will be too early but uh, i was showing the team the series a deck that i i had used to pitch our series a round so we had uh, shared a deck with excel in the first week of august 18 to pitch them for our series a and i was showing the same deck to the team that whatever we are trying to trigger at this moment was already mentioned there back in 2018 what does that say if the same thing is applicable today also what does that say when usually i mean over 5 years if things haven't changed dramatically i mean i'm speaking as a no that person. is the not not the offering or not the like capability not the strategy of course those things keep evolving the core belief 
about the market all right yeah what is that if i were to ask you today therefore all of this discussion that we've had what can you reduce pinny's usp in the market that it operates into a line why is pinny different it uh, it relates with the importance of this particular buying the kind of what do you offer that you believe others don't offer we have a proven track record right if i if i say that uh, you know we we offer 200 point inspection report right somebody can claim that they offer 500 point inspection report if i say we offer one year free warranty somebody can say that they offer five year free warranty if i am offering you five days no questions asked money back guarantee somebody can claim that they will offer 20 days no questions asked money back guarantee so this promises hold no value right it's all about proven track record the purchase is so special so important for people so whatever you are promising are you able to deliver on that so i that? i say that i say that you know this is uh, basically you know when when we when we were struggling with our you know uh uh fundraising in our initial days so there was you know a very common question almost in every meeting that this is a non repeat purchase right how do you solve for ltv versus cac again same you know typical question from regular templates so it's, it's possibly even like a real estate uh, yes. like a seller right yes. like how often do people buy or sell a home exactly exactly so then i used to say that uh, of course this is uh, a non repeat kind of purchase but this purchase uh, in this in this particular category reference plays a very very important role so you know and, and we we were seeing that already on the ground that if you have a satisfied buyer then uh, within the very you know within the next 6 months 9 months you will have 9 10 buyers from the reference of that satisfied buyer all the extended family members all the friends and family because uh, if if you have a you know trustworthy if if you have a trustworthy place right if you know about a trustworthy place even if you are not getting any reference bonus right and let's say your best friend is trying to buy a car you know that how important that purchase is for your friend so you would want to ensure that that friend is not getting cheated so you'll ensure that if you know of a trustworthy place you'll ensure that your friend goes to that place only even if you are not getting any reference bonus or something like that right so so on the demand side uh, sorry lost no, the, track no no i mean i was going to ask i was trying to jump somewhere while making some link you're talking about a proven track record yes yes proven track record but while you recollect that let me ask, how do you track i mean how do you track and prove a track record like if if i'm a lay person considering selling my car on spinny or you're the business you want to show that we have a proven track record is there some metric that you track internally at school like that i was saying this reference category right so so i believe that you know i used to believe that it is a reference category and now you know now i have started saying that this is a reference plus ref check category right so if you are you know delivering good quality product good service taking full accountability even after the delivery you will get lots of references and if you are trying to accelerate your growth by doing any kind of marketing then by seeing your ad or you know you know by noticing you at different places people will get to know about you but just because of your marketing or any kind of aggressive discounting people are not going to buy a car from you it's not just about getting the best possible deal right so 
quality of the car reliability performance matters a lot even the because the purchase is very different right even the whole family is going to travel in that car what happens if the car catches fire right so just for the discount or or like any kind of aggressive marketing from you people will not buy a car from you right so once they notice your advertisement or they get to know about you they will start doing ref checks in their network and if you pass that ref check then only they will buy from you this kind of philosophy does not apply on the selling side on the supply side yeah that was my point exactly. because it's like there is an opposite incentive exactly. the seller is not interested exactly. in the long term so seller is only interested in maximizing the price that exactly. they get but the buyer's incentives are exactly the opposite exactly. it's long term exactly so it's a reference plus ref check category you need to have a proven track record right then only people will start buying from you correct so i mean earlier on you said that you know this you, this is not a supplier market so and the but suppliers are important because at the end of the day yes. the car seller yeah. if you don't have car sellers yeah. you don't have car buyers and you said that most car sellers will want to go to a platform that gives them the best price yeah and you also price. said that the maximum price typically comes if you have the best demand right yes uh so are you essentially saying that better customer service on the demand side is the secret to unlocking a higher price for the seller as well more yes yes yeah okay give us some sense of how big spinny is today i mean revenue or people etc give us a sense so you know our, on a monthly basis our platform is doing a sales of uh close to 400 crores a month little less than 400 crores and uh, year on year we are still you know seeing growth of 40 to 50% and um, do you sell only cars or any other kind of only only cars how many cars approximately do But, you sell uh, in a month but with, with cars it is a one stop solution for all the buyers so with car you will get like warranty title transfer service uh, even uh, if you want loan you want to buy car with loan so basically consumer finances insurance renewals so you will get everything this is interesting it, right yeah. in 2015 let's say 2015 16 when you started and if you were to look look at your revenue as a pie chart right like and if you were to look at your revenue today as a pie chart i'm sure it's changed quite a lot in terms of where you're making money from today versus where you were making money from then have a lot of the services like you mentioned financial services basically consumer loans uh, you know has started playing a very important role there uh, other offerings like insurance renewals and uh, you know paid extended warranties will start kicking in in a significant way uh, maybe maybe you know after 12 to 18 months right so in in 2000 sorry to interrupt you in 2015 16 if i were to look at your revenue as a pie chart would roughly 100% be the 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 commission that you charge or the brokerage yes, that yes, you charge yes, yeah, right yeah. that 100% no, no revenue from value added services correct so yeah. approximately we what is that we started getting uh, revenue from value added services only in 2019 Got and uh, it was a very very tiny number back then and then you said now financial services yeah. etc as also yeah. so brokerage or financial services for us you know uh, is part of value added services only yeah got it yeah. so okay so it's is what is it like 80 90% of your revenue today comes from brokerage or commission fee yes 80% 
all right yeah uh your venture funded your fairly well venture funded how much venture capital have you raised and at what was your last valuation in primary the total amount we have raised so far is close to 440 million dollars and our last last round valuation was uh, 1.75 million so in our last round we raised 250 million primary at a valuation was at a valuation of 1.5 billion pre money you said earlier i mean we began this conversation by saying this is an overfunded category but you said that consolidation has started yeah what's driving that consolidation basically uh, in 2020 and 2021 uh, capital was very cheap everybody was you know raising lots of money you know the zero interest rate phenomenon yeah exactly so because of that everybody started trying to do everything but that is not possible right your core dna your core strength is everybody has their own core dna core strength and if you look at the origination of all the players in the category everybody has a very different origin and uh, their belief about the category was very different so so now people have started going back to their core strength areas so some people are now like focusing back to the vertical classified play some people are focusing back to like wholesale and auctions kind of plays so so peop so you know uh, i believe that even at the steady state there will be uh, horizontal and vertical classified platforms in the category and then there will be like transactional players so we are a, like a transactional player right so we we enable transactions then uh, i think our nearest competitor is is also a you know transactional player but two years ago everybody was trying to like do transactions right irrespective of what their core strength or what their core dna is and now people are moving back to their core dna so they people have why is that i mean i i uh, again please explain to me as a lay person because you said they raised money and then everyone tried to grab as much of the pie as possible yeah but now everyone is retreating why yeah. why are they retreating to their not everyone is retreating or right. many players we are, are not retreating our nearest competitor is not retreating so but yeah many classified players who are trying to enter the transactional play they are they are retreating yeah and and the consolidation is being driven by what so you know uh you you need to you need to like uh, show unit economics you need to show the maturity of the business you can't keep buying time right you have to like deliver results right so that is that is driving consolidation and if you're not delivering results right then uh, you know and and you if you're not able to solve you know the unit economics if you're not able to show product market fit real product market fit right monetization is not there in the real sense then the kind of uh, the kind of uh, you know financing support you need from your backers that is also not available anymore so so that lack of support for businesses not able to prove what they were promising is also leading to consolidation in general across the category i'm not asking specific to yeah. you where has the bulk of the fundraising gone to where is it spent in the category when when uh, the category or the sector raises money and spends it i would say i would say to 
educate the market and build capabilities on the ground so it's it's so, advertising marketing and yeah so you know uh, when i was contemplating to start spinny uh, back then only 6% of the market was organized right of the and used car market of the total used car market at the moment close to 20 to 22% of the market is organized right and what's, at the same time the market has also grown like 12 to 14% year on year so market is growing and in spite of that the like share of the organized you know piece is is has has moved from 6% to 22% and 4 years 5 years down the line it is expected that you know close to 40% of the market should be organized so earlier people used to like you know do peer to peer transactions so this 78% which is not organized how how is that done that's done through smaller 40% uh, is still peer to peer all right, right. So, so people know each other people know just, each other you know somebody right. in your neighborhood at somebody at the office some mm. relative some friend or maybe you got connected with someone through cla- horizontal classified mm-hmm. platforms like wallex quicker so 40% is still pure c to c pure peer to peer and uh, 20 to 20 to 22% is organized and uh, rest is like through dealers through smaller so, independent yeah, dealers yeah, yeah through smaller dealers okay we um so this you know peer to peer pure c to c right this used to be like uh, 60 65% of the market it has come down to 40% and it will further go down because uh, there is a lot of inefficiency in that transaction like people if if you are doing a peer to peer transaction right you want to hold the seller accountable for everything and that is not possible in a peer to peer transaction right you need assortment right you need no ambiguity and there is a expectation of certain kind of treatment because the buying is very special so all that is not possible in a peer to peer kind of transaction so that that is going down i want to go back to the pandemic um, one of the points you mentioned about the pandemic is how during that time a lot of compound pandemic and you know right afterwards there was a lot of fundraising and excitement etc but one of the things that i've also been reading about is how um once the excitement started dying down there's also been a shift from maybe i i don't know you have to correct me if i'm wrong from i think just being a new car driven purchases or or people buying their first car and thinking it's got to be a new car to a much more shift towards the used car market can you tell us a bit about this shift yeah so buying a used car is not just you know a phenomena linked with the you know being limited on the budget side right it it's also about you know uh getting uh an upgraded kind of product right even if you have a decent budget right and if you decide to go for a used car option you can get a completely different product altogether right so for an example even if you have a budget of let's say 6 lakhs and if you are planning to buy a new car what kind of new car you will get you even the entry level wagner right it starts at 6.1 6.2 lakhs but if you are open to consider options from used car market you can get cars like honda city ford eco sport right maruti swift right hyundai verna what not so completely different product altogether right so so that inherent value proposition was always there but people were not sure if they if if the product will be reliable right if if the seller will like take accountability of everything so so organized players with with the right kind of offering were kind of absent from the market 
with people like us coming into the market market is getting more and more organized so people are getting now people are getting enough comfort right to opt or to, to buy their car from the used car market the fundamental all the, all the like you know inherent value proposition was already clear to them but it's just that with people like us coming into the market you know like prospective buyers are getting more and more comfort is interesting because the way i see it you're saying buying a used car traditionally or historically would be seen as a trade down yes uh, it, it was a massive stigma right massive but stigma. now you're saying you could actually if, look at it as a trade at, up because exactly. you could essentially move up or a class of or a category of cars by buying a used car i mean uh what does this do does this introduce now i mean if 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 it's a customer deciding to buy a car and, and to use your example right should i buy this new car from let's say class a or should i buy this used car from class b so now the comparison is earlier what would happen is the customer would have like a budget and say in this budget what are the class a cars available now you are saying in this budget it becomes a class a versus class b decision precisely that earlier what, what there was what does that do to new car sales does it i mean i mean as a lay person i would assume that if more people are trading up to class b used cars it will at some point have an impact and i think no the overall market is growing and earlier there was a clear segmentation that these people are like clearly new car buyers and these people are like clearly used car buyers now those boundaries are getting blurred so you know people are like car buyer they have a budget and requirement in their mind and they are looking for the best possible product they can get with that budget and then for that particular requirement is that mentality shifting because this used to be a that uh, stigma is going away right it, it was also a generational mindset where yes. i think the older generation and i think probably i consider myself part of that generation as well that if you bought a car there was a certain difference between a did you buy a new car or a used car is it and and you deal with consumers and and you study consumer behavior all the time is it that the younger generation doesn't didn't grow up with that and therefore they're much more comfortable you know younger generation is far more aspirational right and the kind of product they want they want that asap right so it it makes lots of sense for them right and 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 for them like trust comes relatively easier they they are okay to experiment they are like fine trusting people so, yeah interesting um you you run a consumer business day in and day out you're observing consumer behavior tell us some of the interesting things that you might have observed between the differences between what consumers say they want which is explicit wants versus implicit needs that they may not which is sometimes revealed through their behavior right and you must have seen this as a founder as well right you ask someone a question in a survey and they'll say 1 2 3 but when you look at their revealed behavior through their you know when they what they're doing in the real world it's something different are there any interesting contradictions that you see in the used car market among consumers that reveal these kind of contradictions that what people think you conduct any kind of survey or you you know like uh, go through any kind of report the the common perception you get and even if this this comes out in all kinds of surveys also that supply side it is already the selling side it is already clearly established but even on the demand side you know when you are a buyer 
most of the people believe and 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 that is how most of the people also you know respond in various surveys that price is the like most important you know factor but that is not the reality right so of course the quality experience transparency performance accountability after the sale should be given all this should be like table stakes but once like these are kind of you know assured then price plays the most important role it plays a very important role but uh, you know on the ground we are seeing it every day that it doesn't play the most important role right so their budget and everything is like so fluid so flexible so once you are like evaluating options no it's great i mean yeah. i i want to use a comparative analogy because that struck me immediately right it's like when people talk when we talk about employees the most common misconception is that employees are satisfied or not satisfied based on their salaries alone yes, but yes. that's not true i mean i'm right. seeing a comparison here right like you know that people buy cars based primarily or solely on price right. or employees right but in the case of employees we now know that some of the things that they anchor to are that like you know the team that they're working is it does the company have a mission etc right. what is that on the car buying side if price is not the most important thing what are some of those everybody everybody you know has a personality and somehow they are they are wanting their car to mimic their personality so some subconsciously it plays a very important role you know when people are making their decision can i ask you for an example perhaps like of this personality playing out in uh, car purchase decisions there will be you know people like who will who would want to drive only uh an suv with a very strong road presence right something like thar something like jeep compass or a fortuner endeavor but there will be some people who have like some sober kind of personality they want suv for functional reasons but they don't want to be loud you know and, so and identity plays a big role right exactly and so, so therefore if that identity match happens then i'm willing to forget exactly. the price element exactly yeah interesting Uh, I want to go back to the strong word of mouth element that yes. you talked about. You've talked about in your this category. Uh, sorry for interrupting you, but yeah. this category is all about word of mouth. Nothing else. How do you drive it? Word of mouth is the ultimate form of marketing cannot, for any company. You How? cannot fake it. You cannot engineer it. Authenticity and just keep delivering quality experience quality experience just keep repeating it okay mm-hmm. i mean i i want to challenge you a bit there yeah. there is this hindi saying neki karo aur kuye mein fank right like you're saying at some level you're let's take two businesses right one business is that we'll give them the best experience yeah and let's see where the chips lie like you know they'll and another business is we'll do the best yeah but we'll also try and engineer and make smoother to do word of mouth and referral so my question was that that do you as pinny do things beyond offering a great experience and being trustworthy and reliable do you do things that make it easier for word of mouth to happen referrals to happen is there anything structured that you do yes so till december 21 right we had never done any brand marketing campaign we did our first brand marketing campaign only in 2022 and in 23 again we are doing like back to back two campaigns we did in ipl also and in this world cup also we are doing in a limited way 
But till December 21, we never did any brand marketing campaign because we wanted to ship certain number of cars on the ground first so that people have first-hand experience. There are, there are enough like brand ambassadors in terms of satisfied users on the ground. And after that, once you start advertising, there are people on the ground who can vouch for you. Okay, whatever they are claiming, it is right. I have seen it firsthand. So that was one. Second, uh, you know, uh, now like now we are, we, we have like lots of cases where like people are driving our cars for last three years, four years, and they are more than happy, more than satisfied. There are people you won't believe, right? There are families who have purchased more than 10 cars from us over last two to three years. And there are lots of such stories, right? So we are now in a process of, you know, making some creatives around those stories and uh, engaging, you know, those customers to, you know, help us, you know, capture that, you know, capture those stories and, 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 and do some kind of, you know, distribution while, 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 you know, uh, making also them a party to it. So, and, and third, we are, we have now started solving, uh, some kind of offline presence also. So we have started creating spinny parks. So that is playing a very important role. Oh, sorry, what's a spinny park? So, for example, in Bangalore, when you go to the airport, so just after the Yelhanka airstrip, you see a spinny park on the left side. So it is a car yard kind of. It has a parking capacity of close to 1,000 cars. So that is a customer-facing outlet. So earlier we used to operate from dark stores kind of, you know, arrangement. Where This is where you store your inventory. Yeah, you store our inventory and either you can request for a doorstep test drive, doorstep delivery, or you can, after like, you know, finalizing everything online, you can visit our, you know, warehouses and double check the car and, and can can uh, collect the car. But now we've started opening, you know, like spinny parks, right? So facilities over which, which are like on the, you know, major roads, visible from the road. So that is kind of, you know, reiterating the confidence and, and, and the kind of, the kind of, you know, comfort we want to provide to people that operating with such a large facility. Okay, we have, we had heard about a spinny, somebody was talking positively about a spinny and now this is a big facility. So reiterating the, the belief that that is kind of getting, you know, built uh, basically uh, among in our audiences. Do you have a, any kind of a referral scheme where you encourage people to? No, no. So, okay. so we, we don't believe in paying a reference incentive or reference bonus. Why? Because, uh, you know, that would be very, uh, very contradictory to our belief that it is a very important purchase. If it is a very important purchase, then, uh, you know, people will refer us if, if they want good and their, trust is important. If exactly. I know that the person who's referring a brand is being paid exactly. by the brand, exactly. then I'm not likely to trust them right. as much. If, if your friend wants to buy a car and, uh, you know, you know that this is a important purchase for your friend, then you would ensure that, you know, if you know about a trustworthy place, then he or she goes only to that place. Right? It, it doesn't... It, it doesn't require any, uh, you know, it doesn't need any reference, uh, you know, payout for you from that particular brand or player. Good. It, it's, it's about your, it's about, it's over your desire to ensure that, you know, your friend is not, you know, getting cheated, right, for this kind of important purchase. And for that, you shouldn't need a financial exactly, incentive. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, 
you said and i agree with you that like you know buying a used car or selling it is a one time purchase uh, as a one time transaction but you also said that it's not one time but not that frequent all right yeah. that's exactly where i'm leading at right so if i buy or sell a car on spinny i profess i haven't done it uh what what is the cost like when the transaction happens does the customer journey for you as spinny end and if they have to buy a second car or sell a second car or a third car is it like is there any kind of a continuity post the transaction at spinny yeah so ideally uh ideally it ends after one year from the time of purchase which is your warranty period yes but now we are trying to change that we want it never to end so now we are coming with extended warranties and uh, other you know post sales services so that that engagement is always there all right thank you um i think that that allowed us a great understanding of the used car market i'll i'll lead with another quote made by you there is no investor in the country jisko maine pitch nahi kiya tha there is no investor in the country whom i haven't pitched to i've had 200 rejections yeah like 200 was just a vague number i would say more than 200 more than 200 as well right um what did you learn from those rejections many things right so very humbling experience uh, initially i used to blame those people samajh nahi rahe they are not getting what i am trying to convince and all but finally i realized ki uh, they were right so gaps were you know on our side only so we were not able to convince that in spite of market being so crowded so overfunded why a new player is required something was clear in our head but maybe we were not able to articulate we were not able to convince or maybe we were not able to show results you know on the ground so my clear realization was you know just the just the pitch or story uh, or or just you know just showing some kind of you know persistent chase is not going to help so we we must acknowledge that actually market in in reality is overcrowded overfunded so we have to prove each and every part of the hypothesis that we are trying to present to people could i ask you for that hypothesis could you break it down like into a very simple version like if you said there were step there were the hypothesis yeah. with steps what was the hypothesis yeah. so you know our we were saying that uh, you know in this category first you need to solve for demand side and uh, if you need to solve the real pain points of the category like quality transparency pricing accountability then uh, without having a full stack model where you are owning the entire value chain end to end what does that mean when you say owning that because i understand that you did sort of like a pivot between 2015 and 17 yes. where you moved to the full stack model yes. what was the full stack model so basically uh taking exclusive control of the inventory the car right refurbishing the car right and if the car is exclusively in your control then 
you know the buyers can spend as much time with the car as as much they want it right? what that means is that the same car is not being sold on multiple platforms it's with you so in our first model it is it was a c2c managed marketplace <laughs> kind of model right so so basically car used to be with sellers only we will we will inspect each and every car and only the cars beyond a certain quality will be onboarded on our platform right and uh, whatever findings we have during the inspection of the car everything will be like shared very transparently with all the prospective buyers so we thought that uh, with this kind of information dissemination we will eliminate uh, information asymmetry that should be able to uh, solve the mistrust problem and we will do complete hand holding of both sellers and buyers and everything will happen in our presence so that will minimize the friction on the ground and that should result in good experiences so we started with that kind of you know uh, approach but uh, but that was a very inefficient and uh, you know with a uh, very inefficient and uh, in in that in in that uh, you know model we realized that uh, actually this will lead to something which <laughs> i don't want to say on record hmm so this will go to full stack and then it will go to inventory holding and then it will go to some regulations and all all right yeah okay um so let's let's switch to a different question uh-huh. then let's switch to something that you've said in the past um uh, like i'll go back to the question that i asked you earlier something that a vc told you you've spent 8 years and earned zero and i think your response to that was how is 8 equal to zero like what does that mean like you know what Yeah so emotionally what were you thinking and and what were you saying what did you mean by how does 8 equal 0 so so basically drawing you know that was uh, that was uh, before starting spinny so i was contemplating spinny and uh, this conversation was from that time because i had already failed in two startups right so i had, so after college kind of i had already spent 8 years and uh, practically i was nothing you know nothing uh, in the hand so so that is when that comment came ki 8 saal ho gaye college ke baad and like you have earned nothing and still you have courage to like contemplate the third the, the, the third startup so so i was like you know two two things there right so first uh, you know i was already at the rock bottom i, I thought ki isse bura kuch nahi ho sakta hai so i am already at the worst so there is no point you know in, there is no point uh, backing out now i am already at the worst possible scenario and <laughs> at the rock bottom so whatever worst could have happened to me it has already happened so so there shouldn't be any fear so that was one perspective the other perspective was ki of course so kuch material nahi hai right so but but there is a lot of learning there is a lot of insight so so i shouldn't be you know giving up now i should like try to tap you know whatever insights whatever learnings i have accumulated i should like try to so there were 8 uh, years of learnings yeah, not zero yeah, that was your exactly point. that was my point but i must also ask you uh, what continued to give you the courage and support after 8 years like you said you graduated and then you spent 8 years and and i can imagine the immense pressure right like you know your batchmates are possibly like yeah. you know doing i mean these are great years to have done well in tech etc 
Does your family were you married at that point? Yeah, by that time I was already married. Okay, great. So you've got your family, you're married, you've got your colleagues and friends, and I'm sure you're getting these questions not just from yourself but from others as well, right? Like, what was your source of support during these times? Family was very supportive, right? Of course, family was going through lots of suffering because of my choices, but still they were not giving up on me. and uh, you know if you look look at my journey since my childhood only right so you won't believe that you know till standard 5th I, i used to fail in every subject in every exam i was not good at studies i started focusing on studies only in standard 6th what changed something happened right something happened in the family and that that changed the way of course i was very young so all reactions were like very naive but uh, i started focusing on studies and then final exam of standard 6 i i came third in my class then first terminal exam of uh, standard 7th I, i came first and then i always came first then you know very interesting incident so i i i always you know i am always a like of you know proponent of self study right so nobody can feed you everything you just need guidance right some some framework you you have to like and studying is not that hard so all all you see on net technology it's all hyped there is a reason i i never did anything in education after my first startup i promised myself that i'll never do business in education again right? what is the reason i'll come to that right all so right. but coming continuing with the like original mm. right so So I was I was I I always had this attitude of never giving up right so in in standard 9th right uh, one fine day my school principals and, and all like top 6 7 teachers of the school came to my house and they requested my you know father that he's not coming to school his attendance is like just 11% 12% so please request him to like be regular at his school and my father responded like he's already coming first in the class how can i complain so i always had this attitude of never giving up right so like for iit entrance exam i studied very hard and uh, you know I, i had a good hold of you know concepts and subjects but somehow i couldn't do that well in the exam so i got a poor rank and hence got you know uh br five year at iit roorkee but i appeared again and then i came to delhi so i always had this attitude of never giving up and maybe i learned that from my father so i had seen him going through lots of ups and downs and the way he was handling himself so maybe it came from there I ask you what your father did like uh was... he was a civil contractor so All right. yeah so so maybe that was playing some role and uh, the kind of you know exposure i had since my childhood somehow it was very clear in my head that if you want to do something big something impactful then entrepreneurship is the way you define the ceiling right you can harness your full potential full energy so it was very clear that karna to khud ka hi hai kuch theek hai do bar fail ho gaye to i'll attempt third time also and i'm already at the like rock bottom i'm, I'm curious like why why did entrepreneurship come so naturally to you i mean from your background logically i mean it's i mean sure you could have tried entrepreneurship but you seem to have very passionately believed that there is only one way and it's the entrepreneur way why what what triggered or caused that was it something at iit was it something in school is it something else 
you know uh many basically in my case and not i am not very unique like it is applicable to many many people right so when i is like started focusing on a study since my standard 6 so i used to think ki this this all of this like you know studying very hard in your school days then your high school then it entrance then it days so i used to believe ki ye sirf ek sirf ek job ke liye nahi hai this is not just for a job or you know securing certain kind of lifestyle or securing certain kind of designation so and then when i started my first startup of course it it didn't work second startup also didn't work but before starting up a spinny right so I, i took a little break after moving on from my second startup and starting up a spinny so i used to think ki pehle utni utna effort lag gaya and then then 8 years of a struggle at a startup so like like 20 like 20 15 20 years of effort has already gone right to to figure out something in life and still contemplating maybe 10 20 25 years of further commitment so combined together like 25 to 35 years it cannot about just a job or securing a certain kind of lifestyle or securing a certain kind of designation there should be something like meaningful something fulfilling coming out of this and at a decent uh, decent scale decent level of impact so so philosophically i think that kind of thought process was always playing certain role in my head you mentioned earlier that um self reflection is important and most people can kind of you know teach themselves anything if they kind of put their mind to it i largely agree with it i really you believe that anybody can do anything i fully agree uh, very few things in the world are actual rocket science yeah. provided somebody's genuinely interested and self motivated right you also said provided there is someone or something to guide you i got the sense that one of those guides was your father is there anyone else you don't you need 24 by 7 hand holding right i agree every now and then regular sinkers regular like you know benchmarking regular you know that, i mean i'm asking across the kind course of, of your life i mean other than your dad is there anyone else there is no there is no end to learning right so yeah all right we have this concept which is called career ladders which is if we look at where all of us are today we seem to have all kind of followed a certain kind of you know career ladder right we went somewhere where we learned something we kind of got challenged at something failed at something that led us to somewhere else right can you just take us through your own career ladder you passed you graduated from iit delhi in 2007 all right and then what happened then i started my first company which was locus education locus education what was it so fourth year at college right and uh, of course everybody was thinking what to do after the college most of them were planning for campus placements many were planning for mbas and many were planning for ms from us and all so i was clear that uh, i want to do something of my own but uh, at the same time there was a naive feeling ki yaar society ke liye bhi kuch karna hai so the common answer to both the questions was do something in education so uh, my very good friend manan who currently runs qmath so we were together at college we were uh, we were kind of best buddies so and and both of us were thinking you know in, in, in similar fashion so 
so we decided that let's do something in education and uh, build an open education online platform something like uh, khan academy you see today so we decided to build something like that of course by that time you know we had not seen khan academy i think it was not there it came so so something like that we envisioned back then and uh, of course we were realizing that uh, to build that kind of platform in terms of tech capabilities tech product engineering and uh, different tools being integrated in the platform then seeding the content seeding the contributors seeding the users it all it will all take lots of time lots of resources and uh, i am intentionally calling you that you know i mean keep after like fourth year at college we started our first company not a startup okay startup term were you know was not common in those days we used to say that keep how are you funded exactly that is where i was going we used to say ki khud ki company build kar rahe hain khud khud ki company chala rahe hain khud ka business build kar rahe startup words exist nahi karte the so we we were realizing ki it will take lots of resources to build that kind of platform and and there was no support right everybody was against doing something of own right parents family friends you know professors teachers and if even batchmates at iit everybody was like ye log bewakoof hai yaar pagal ho gaya right baad mein baad mein pachtayenge so so we had to arrange resources so so we decided that uh, for some time we will run iit entrance classes also i was exceptionally good at physics manan was exceptionally good at mathematics hence is next startup qmath so we thought ki if i am taking care of physics if if manan is taking care of maths then we will beat anybody so we will get some kind of overnight virality and it will be overnight success and we will do really good at offline classes and it doesn't require any kind of investment right and so, that would generate the funds which you would exactly put whatever back surplus into money account. we generate there we will use that to build that online platform and once the online platform we'll start, start this we'll stop this so that those like locus education and this offline classes classic let's say it services and product model where exactly. we'll run an it services company exactly. to make money from clients to use to build the product exactly okay exactly many startups have done that hmm. right they they do services in their you know like daytime and product in the night time kisi ka app bana diya kisi ke digital marketing kar di many people have done got it so that was our services to build the product so and and offline classes actually you know became like super duper hit immediately it, hmm. it was kind of overnight success hmm. so within within like 2 years only we were running 12 13 centers hmm. we were hiring only iitians in in you know we were very young right and we didn't know how to like run large organizations we had hired 40 iitians back then it was bootstrapped but but profitable and all the profits we were using to build that online platform but with time we started realizing that uh, that online platform was not going anywhere that was very very ahead of time right people didn't had access to smartphones didn't had access to internet computers bandwidth was not there so i think writing was clear on the wall from the from the day one but in our like enthusiasm and passion like we were overlooking it but finally that yeah, settled you did, in you did it for 4 years yeah 4 years so when we realized that this online thing is not going anywhere then an offline classes was not our like passion, passion. core passion and with time we had realized that that was a very demeaning job 
right so you you get a like you know uh 10th pass student like someone like moving to plus 1 right amazing personality very dynamic very versatile personality full of energy that that kid can do you know lots of amazing thing in 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 his or her life maybe things better than iit but because of family pressure or maybe because of peer pressure or maybe because of lack of awareness signing up for like je and not being able to cope up it's not that they are not capable it's just that they are not in that zone at that moment in their life and they are not able to cope up there are so many other potential exactly. futures where, and, yeah. and they are signing up for this and they are not able to cope up and because of that they are going into depression their like lifelong personality is getting distorted and we were seeing all that happening and of course parents will be like you have to exactly so i was like them, so. so this is so demeaning so i don't want to do this so when we were like moving on i promised myself ki aage yaar education mein business nahi karna hai and from that day i have i have been a very strong believer that you know it is bound to get democratized right क्लास इलेवेंथ एंड क्लास टेंथ का सिलेबस थोड़ी चेंज हो रहा है राइट फिजिक्स इज चेंजिंग एट क्वांटम लेवल इट इज नॉट चेंजिंग एट न्यूटन्स फर्स्ट लॉ सेकंड लॉ थर्ड लॉ लेवल इट्स सेम राइट सो सो लिमिटेड कंटेंट सो लिमिटेड लाइक सो एंड एंड लॉट ऑफ पीपल क्रेजी पीपल लाइक यू मीन लॉट्स ऑफ पीपल विल कीप क्रिएटिंग कॉन्टेंट एंड लाइक डेमोक्रेटिक प्लेटफॉर्म्स लाइक यूट्यूब एंड ऑल सम पीपल विल क्रिएट वेरियस काइंड ऑफ असेसमेंट टूल्स एंड वेरियस काइंड ऑफ you know navigating tools so got it yeah and and what was your second sum tech monkeys tech monkey it was what into was web it? media hmm. right so so uh, i was realizing that many people had started coming on web offices mein sabko internet and computer milne lag gaya tha so people started coming on web they were spending lot of time but till that time uh, you know india specific high quality content was not on web most of the content was western content india specific content you only had like you know news and sports and bollywood and and car photo gallery and that's it right and some like chat rooms and all so i was realizing that you know there should be a dedicated content platform for every category where india specific high quality content should be published be that food advisory health advisory travel advisory education advisory political editorials teenage humor right so that kind of a stuff was this also bootstrapped yeah this was also bootstrapped do you have co-founders here yes yes all right and yeah. and you did this for how long two and a half years what was your learning at the end of it learning so when uh, we moved on from locus our first company there was a self created pressure that we have to do something again asap and the online platform that like a rebound relationship uh-huh. like you do something and then it fails and then you quickly move on to something else right. to prove a point okay exactly and uh, the online platform that we were building at locus so fundamentally that was a content platform only so we were good at content and we saw an opportunity in content and we just jumped in there was no long term thinking no sense of purpose a reflex action uh, so we laga ki fir se karna hai but is bar i have to do something for the long term and if i have to build something for long term then i cannot start in haste there should be a clear vision these are not theoretical things vision actually matters and aisa nahi ki vision matters only while making big decisions in your like company building journey it matters every single day even in the smallest possible things you do so without that without a vision clear vision solid vision without a sense of purpose you shouldn't be starting up 
it, it's better it, it's better to wait right that was my that was my take, take away how long did you take uh before starting spinning 11 to 12 months what were you doing during that time angel investments and and that that helped me a lot hmm. so i i kind of rebuilt my confidence right rediscovered myself why why did doing angel investments help you rediscover yourself back in those days you know you could count angel investments in your fingertips right so i invested in 13 companies right and wherever i invested all in almost every company my angel check was the first check in the company so i thought that rather than going for mba or something like that why not start investing in startups so even if you are not able to you know recover or multiply your money at least you will get some learning so learning was my like uh, uh first expectation second expectation was like you know testing myself how good i am at judging people reading people problem statements right opportunities so i was like those startup mein fail ho gaya contemplating third kuch samajh mein aata bhi hai aise time waste kar raha hu so it will be a good opportunity to judge or test myself so basically immerse yourself with entrepreneurs every day meet them right, talk right. to them to rediscover the entrepreneur in you no hmm, then why did you say that it made you uh, basically there was a thumb rule that uh, I'll invest only if my check is the first angel check in the company, so that I'm mm. not pulling in. I'm not. You're following. not riding on somebody else's. Yes, I wanted to test my decision making regarding mm. reading people. So your conviction is the one that emerged out of it. Exactly. Me. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. Um, you said that a sense of. I mean, right now also you said that, right? Like you know, conscious vision, purpose is very important. You yeah. said that. that's how you hire people at spinny as well and you found success at it how do you do that how do you find um how do you ensure that the people that you hire are going to be aligned or have a sense of vision and purpose when i mean what do you do differently um when you hire spend a lot of time if it is going to be a critical hire right spend a lot of time understand uh their perspective about their life what they are trying to solve in their life whether their aspirations are aligning with the kind of journey we are planning with the company or not so if somebody is really good then you know what does that mean when you say whether their aspirations align with the company's journey? if somebody is trying to solve just for money right then maybe we are not the right place for that person <laughs> it's not that uh, you know we don't want people to do wealth creation we so in our last round you know we we facilitated like we saw buyback and you know internal secondary buybacks of like more than 20 million i didn't participate in that but so we are not averse to you know wealth creation for our our like team members we are a very strong you know proponent for that but but that should not be the only reason to join spinny or or to or to work with us right how do you check that spend time uh, understand their life about? history yeah. what what they are why 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 they are what they are right what 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 are the, what what are the, like their past life decisions what was the rational behind that what trying what are they trying to solve next in their life their their motives their aspirations 
their milestones yeah ambitions what kind of people don't succeed i'm sure you've learned between 2015 to 2023 what kind of people are likely to not succeed at spinny insecure people what does that mean what does that mean insecure how did you come to that um, conclusion that insecure people don't succeed at spinny why <laughs> insecure people are insecure and they will always prioritize solving for them over solving for anybody else or solving for maybe the company or maybe the customer if you are keeping yourself ahead of other things then it it will be difficult yeah okay there are these i think it's a great place for me to kind of move to your favorite mental models and i think those are the three k's क्या क्यों और किसके लिए वॉट वाई एंड फॉर होम वेर डिड दिस कम फ्रॉम वाई वाई इज दिस योर मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट मेंटल मॉडल दिस केम फ्रॉम माई यू नो माई लाइक सेल्फ रिफ्लेक्शंस ओनली राइट सो इट इट्स नॉट जस्ट लाइक एट द टाइम ऑफ स्टार्टिंग अप राइट इवन यू नो वी हैव डिसाइडेड टू डू समथिंग देन इन दैट जर्नी देर विल बी you know frequent moments where you have to do certain kind of problem solving you have to you know bring different kinds of offerings you have to do different verticals so so it is very important to have this framework ki exactly what you know you are trying to build exactly what you are trying you are you are like trying to create or offer and who is the target audience right so if you don't have a clarity of what exactly you know you are going to build then uh, then then like you know uh, you you you'll like you will you'll keep you know hovering randomly right things will keep going haywire so it it's better to like step back a little bit think through it properly and have like a decent clarity before like you start jumping the gun right so that is like have some clarity what exactly you are trying to build what exactly you are trying to solve and then the next part is that for whom exactly this is needed right who is the target audience right many people are driven just by the size of the opportunity i don't think that is the right approach the time approach yeah so ye to bahut badi category hai bahut bada opportunity hai karte hain karte hain everybody is talking about that is not the right approach right what so do you, i'll come someone back, comes to you and says this first, what I'll, do you i'll complete this three k yeah, yeah, right please. so so kiske liye karna hai and, and kyun karna hai what all options that target audience already has what what's broken in in the current scheme of things right so so this is very important like what exactly you are trying to build for whom you are trying to build and and why it is needed for them right so and and then like this on on a high level this is derived from that one should not be like chasing the opportunities blindly right of course opportunity should be large enough big enough but the there should be a problem statement also right there should be a room for you to add some value if there is no room for you to add some value then there is no point for you back to spinny starting itself because you entered a crowded space yeah. and you know but i'm assuming that nobody yeah. was focusing because some people were following a horizontal classified mobile model somebody was doing vertical classified somebody was doing you know customer to dealer auction but but the real pain 
problem of the real pain of the buyer, right? Nobody was addressing to that properly. And I want to stick with clarity itself, and it's something that you believe in deeply. You say that um, you try and ensure there is clarity from top to bottom in the company. Uh, how do you ensure this? I mean, how do you communication, ensure communication, communication, and uh, right precedences, transparency, authenticity. What right. what does what do you mean by communication? Because it's a very generic. Word. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you engage like, people. You keep everybody informed, right? Hmm. And you encourage questions. Hmm. You encourage feedback, and be transparent. Don't try to manage people, right? Hmm. Everybody is smart enough. Everybody is capable enough. So, just so, in a. So, to, I mean, I asked you a question earlier when we were talking about your three Ks, and you said that don't just chase a large market, right? When someone comes to you, say in a meeting, and say, "Look, I want to launch that this keeps new happening. category," and like you know, this is a very attractive underserved market. And so, what are you likely to kind of like you know counter back and ask them? What's broken there, and and what what's your solution, right? What what what's our value add going to be? Hmm. What's ठीक है बड़ी opportunity है and uh, and we are not sure what what exact value we are going to add then better not doing it we should be very clear that what exact value we are going to bring to the table uh, you also said I mean uh, in the past and of course in our conversation that trust is very important for the customer very interestingly you said that for the customer to have trust it's important that trust exists. at all levels in the organization yeah how did you come to this realization and how do you make sure this happens at spirian and i mean let me step back and ask why why is it that for a customer to get trust because as a lay person it's like for a customer who's let's say buying a car and like you know the service experience having trust why should it be that internally within the organization there should be trust as a customer right so everybody is smart enough everybody can read between the lines as a trust trust you know comes from of course you need to build proven track record and all but uh, in the like first level of the engagement the first sign of trust comes from consistency there should be like consistency abo consistency kuch bhi ho sakti hai whatever you are portraying to be that should be consistent uh your offering consistent with your design with your color palettes with your copy with the user journeys with the data modelings with the kind of your usps everything everything is a part of that entire user journey the people who are speaking on calls the people who are meeting the customer on the ground for maybe test drive or for maybe the evaluation or inspection of the car so all kinds of engagement not just the in person engagement or not just the like engagement on the calls but in any kind of digital interaction also anything everything should be like super consistent right so wo trust ka first sign wahin se aata hai and uh, and and it is team members like who are enabling all that right so you cannot fake it right maybe you will be able to fake it for maybe few weeks maybe few few months few quarters but uh, on a sustainable basis you can't fake it and and people are like super duper smart right if somebody is doing a test drive then maybe uh, that customer is spending 30 minutes or 60 minutes with our 
team member at the front line if if you are spending 30 minutes 60 minutes with somebody you will be able to read everything body language the vibe the energy and by the impression of that particular person at the front line you will be able to you know paint a picture about the company what kind of organization it is get it so i mean this is i mean what we usually believe at an individual level right that don't try to be someone you're not inside yeah. you're saying at an organizational level exactly. this is important how do you ensure this happens within the organization how do you how do you try to model for incentivizing trust encouraging trust is there anything it that it requires you lots of efforts and it's not that just you have like one single bullet to solve for it it it, it requires a very comprehensive and very regular and very rigorous rigorous effort from you know uh, everybody in the organization so but but the but the basic principles are like uh being a uh, transparent upfront authentic with the team members internally right L- insane level of transparency taking good care of our people being fair with our people right and uh, and uh, keep reiterating what we are doing why we are doing and why like how how important this particular transaction is for the customer and if you are able to help them do it the right way then what kind of basically you know happiness and emotions we are going to unlock in that entire family and and getting some kind of satisfaction and fulfillment from from that on on the issue of trust sometimes trust is also important when you're faced with a hard decision and and I want to refer to a hard decision that you've had to make recently right i think you'll had to had do some layoffs approximately 5% of your overall workforce um in august this year what are your reflections from that as a founder and as a ceo because i'm assuming that you know sometimes you know both of those are as a ceo you're responsible for the business and its survival and its sustainability yeah. but as a founder you want to make sure you carry every single person who's ever been yeah. with you so first covid lockdown right by that time we had not raised a lot of capital right so we did our series c after first covid lockdown right so before second lockdown before delta wave lockdown so and our d and e was in 2022 right so sorry 2021 and we signed the term sheet for our series c round in last week of december 2020 right so first covid lockdown till that time we were only a series b level company so it's not that we had lots of cash and if you remember during the first lockdown people had no clue what the covid is and how, for how long it is going to be there there was so much uncertainty so there was a lot of pressure to conserve as much cash as you can but in spite of that right we didn't do any firing and we kept paying full salaries every single even the people at the front line everyone and in our category the people at the front line the people who are doing like car inspections the people who are doing car repairs the people who are facilitating test drives doing deliveries if you look at the traditional you know traditional like dealerships and players so so this particular like pool of talent was suffering a lot during the covid lockdown they were not being paid salaries and mass layoffs were happening in in traditional setups but we didn't do any of that right 
second lockdown again full salaries no firing everything was at standstill because there is a lot of ground operations involved in our business so everything was at absolute pause but in spite of that we kept paying full salaries no firings nothing in second lockdown the delta wave lots of deaths were happening all around you you didn't know ki kiske network mein kiske family mein exactly kya chal raha hai and there was a lot of black marketing and stuff happening at the ground so we came with came up with a policy that uh, uh, anybody can you know avail advance payment of in from the team 6 months right and disbursement tat will be like 4 hours no approval no proof you just raise a request message email anything to the accounts team few members of the accounts team were working 24 by 7 on the basically coster basis and all requests were kind of getting you know processed within 4 hours right and uh, after the delta wave lockdown i i went back to the board and till that of course we had never done any brand marketing campaign so i told the board that rather than spending money on marketing or anything like that i would like to wave off all this whatever advances we have given to people because we are not seeing any even 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 iota of abuse right so all all like advances were you know completely authentic kind of so people used it very mindfully right so with, with a lot of care they didn't abuse our trust so trust is a two way right so so yeah so that is how like we have treated people in past you know uh, everybody has not just the you know health insurance but everybody in the team has uh, has a life cover also term plan also right so we have done lots of stuff for the team but in spite of you know you know behaving and operating with that kind of philosophy you know always and always like walking the talk we had to do this cut in the first week of august this year because 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 of the like change in the environment and the change in the cost of the capital we had to do certain course corrections we were running three parallel platforms right for budget category we were running trivial platform for a short category we were running uh, spinny platform for the max category we were running max platform and there was a like you know dire need of merging all these three platforms on on a common platform and because of that there was a lot of buffer capacity in the system so we did we did our like you know our math and we decided that uh, whatever buffer capacity we need till till end of january 2024 we will carry that much buffer capacity but carrying any buffer capacity beyond that time will be a criminal or highly injustice with the company so we decided to you know let go those many team members but still we tried our best to help them as much as possible right so everybody got like you know a uh, notice period plus plus 30 days severance upfront payment we allowed them to like you know uh, keep their company assets and uh, for next next 5 6 months they you know people who were able to continue with their like health policies term policies and even the you know uh, accelerated ease of vesting all that we could have done we did everything all right thank you what is your management style helping build clarity right so emphasizing a lot on clarity and uh, trusting people by default right not taking too much time to trust people trust should come 
by default and if anybody is abusing it then then course correct but trust should come you know by default and uh, and uh, not doing uh, not doing uh, micromanagement yeah. what are you good at helping uh, people uh, i would say realize their their true potential and capability what is it that you feel you add most value to spinny as its ceo clarity clarity and and uh, reiteration reiterating the you know need of customer experience obsession i get the sense that i mean you said uh, in so many words as well that you're self reflective you've taught yourself various things i want to understand do you have any kind of like a conscious knowledge collection assimilation storage process how do you how do you come across i, mean, I ensure that you know um, my calendar is not fully packed every single day so there like there will be days right where like first four five hours of my day there won't be anything on my calendar and i i just i, I allow myself you know just that free time and all the reflection and all just keep, what what do you happening. do during your free time i'm not trying to do anything intentionally what does that mean to a lay person because what's the difference i don't know but that is a how huh. that is my so what do you do you meet people sit and think take a walk mostly i am alone mostly i am alone right maybe in my work my 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 working room there is a working room office room i've created in my house so maybe in that room maybe maybe in the garden maybe driving right maybe sitting idle on sofa right Where maybe do maybe get? doing something with pen and paper maybe doing something with 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 marker and board maybe listening songs where do you tend and, to get things your best like keep, ideas keep, keep keep is there any one place where or are there like you know with the benefit of re- reflection um or hindsight are there places or zones where you typically get get your best ideas while while uh, while like uh, while listening to music while walking yeah I want to talk about something and you know is- interestingly you know uh when i'm when uh, like uh when i'm like taking flights so interestingly that is like one very uh you know uh useful zone for me to reflect and what do you do in a let's say it's a two and a half hour flight right. Right? you're flying back to gurgaon right. uh tomorrow uh, it's what two and a half hours yeah, yeah? Two and a half. so what do you typically do in a two and a half hour flight so i'll have my pen and diary with me right and uh, all the notes are there in the diary i'll just keep flipping through it and then i'll just start thinking about some like pending decisions or or something some like unattended items and a certain solutions certain ideas like you know certain breakthroughs just just keep you know popping up we just need to allow yourself some free time you know in a very like disconnected way and uh, and and all the like you know all the pending items already keep playing in the background that you can't control that right 
so you just need to allow yourself some free time in a truly disconnected way then you you'll get your answers how old are you 40s just just nearing 40 <laughs> all right are you married do you have children yes yes i am i'm married and i have a 6 year old kid he just turned 6 uh, son what has been the parenting experience for you amazing amazing so like uh, I, i the the way i see the world now like seeing uh, your kid grow in front of what's your son's name parth his mm. name is parth mm. so seeing your kid grow like you know and going through different phases and like going through different kinds of learnings evolving so so that the the, the whole the whole perspective of life lies like changes completely so i'm i'm like uh, much more thankful and yeah so difficult to describe in words right and i don't want to like put words to it to be honest right but uh, the whole experience is like life changing one of the themes that i see across um i think your entire career or or actually two are resilience and perseverance how much do they consciously matter to you and how much does it matter at spinny resilience like something knocks you back you still get up you perseverance you keep trying 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 yeah so i would say it's all about that just one thing you need to be little bit of mindful about right that uh, other than uh, you know resilience and perseverance the one thing that you definitely need is is openness to feedback right hmm. so thank you for saying that um i think you know there was one of the questions i had as well feedback loops matter a lot to you yeah. feedback is important in the organization firstly what's the best time for someone to give you feedback at work any time if you're like caught up with some deep work and somebody's troubling you of course that's that's mm-hmm. that's that's nonsense but uh, any time is a good time yeah do you consciously try to solicit feedback as well because so that kind of culture we have already nurtured so we How? It, it, initially by asking for feedback consciously and then like giving feedback in a conducive you know way so that people are not getting offended they are not getting critical ah, about it could, could you tell us about what have you learned about the best way to ask for and give first feedback first set the context and then provide the feedback right so it it should come out as a constructive feedback not as a like critical feedback so if you are giving any kind of feedback with the right context then then you won't have a problem uh most of the people in spinny i mean and there if you go to your about us section they talk about their favorite cars as well right and you you you've said that like you know you love driving you love cars as well so i have a bunch of questions here right so firstly what's your favorite car uh the car i am driving currently that's my favorite car which it's is? a 530d bmw 530d m sport uh yeah all right you said something which i hugely agree with which is that while driving the car is your closest personal space yeah i fully identify with that i have a terrible commute to work uh, i live in bangalore but still i love it because the car is my space what do you do in that space? do you typically drive or like yeah i drive i drive 
what what driver is with the family i drive hmm. so what what is your space to you i mean what do you do in that space i listen to my favorite songs right i oh. and uh, i i reflect right many times you know i'll just stop my car on the road side and i'll, I'll just start like thinking about something which is like going non stop in 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 head so that that's my personal space right to reflect to enjoy right and 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 sometimes no agenda space and time so so that that's so someone were to space. say why don't you use a driver it's more convenient for you what would you say i i feel some kind of encroachment on my personal space absolutely thank you <laughs> i mean it's a conversation i've had so many yeah. times yeah. and in spite of the bad traffic i think people don't understand it's your bubble right, right? like exactly. you know, it's your space yeah you also said you love long drives right what are there any favorite long drive stretches that you've done so, no one one good thing for you know of being in delhi ncr is that you know there are so many you know routes to himalayas right so you can frequent all those routes and of course like yeah. this is this is a low blow for us in bangalore because like you know delhi itself has like you know great roads <laughs> <laughs> even if you had said you know one of the even if you are like traveling from yeah. gurgaon to delhi non peak hours from yeah. delhi to gurgaon so that itself is a good drive correct you read a lot um you've i think talked earlier about bob iger's ride of a lifetime being one of the books that you recommend yeah. why you know in in that book like uh, the bob has shared everything uh, very uh, uh transparently and he has also talked about his insecurities his struggles and uh, the most important aspect i see is that how how like he he worked as a cleaner also right so from a cleaner to you know president of world disney so the thing we were you know talking about that anybody can do anything just that zeal and and perseverance and effort and and like so that 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 should be there right so if 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 the passion the and and effort and perseverance is there and and if you are evolving in in a right way of course that will happen through feedback loops only then anybody can do anything so so he's a great example of that do you read um, frequently i mean do you i want to not not for for some time now not being able to but because whatever free time now i get from work and sleep goes to you know my son right so path very path when he was like one year two years old like he was not of course he couldn't demand that much time but he just turned 6 so he's like now very playful and full of energy and so you have to do so so many things with him right so much to do with him all right one my last question to you uh if you could take only five things with you to a desert island what would those those five things be and of course like never, there is never no internet thought about touch. it that way never thought about it that way but uh, what what kind of items you are talking about material anything anything like it's a desert island so you're going to be alone so it's the five alone, things that right that's correct yeah, alone yeah alone yeah nobody from family and all alone right no okay you know even at this moment there is a pen in my pocket so without pen and diary 
Okay. Right. A pen and a diary. A pen and the a diary. The three other items. And uh, uh, something like to like play music. Right. Not what musical music? instrument. Not musical instrument. What right. music do you listen to normally? What's your... All kinds of. All, kinds all right. Of. Fine. So... I I'm going to be ask I'll ask you to be specific. We got a pen and a paper. What if you had to pick one album that you could listen to? You could take I mean this question originates from like a BBC show where the original question is what five records musical records would you take with you to a desert island, right? We've modified it. But let's say you you love listening to music. So, you know, um Brian Adams songs all right a brian and, adams album and, okay uh, there is a dj called boris brecha edm dj okay yeah all right so we got four items you have a fifth item what would you take it's desert but still maybe a car <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much neeraj it's been a pleasure speaking with you thanks roin it was great speaking to you